Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Criminal Movie Review After Dark. Uh, this was the After Dark episode for The Prism. Um, so, here we are. Uh, I'm Fred Lay. I mean... <laughs> sorry, I just forgot. Uh, I, um, we were talking about uh, a prison rapes. <laughs> That's yes. what we wanted to bring The up. topic of the night. So, in this movie, Fabricated City, have you heard of that one? She mentioned that movie. Yeah, she, that was the yeah. one I saw. There was a, like a really weird horrific rape. Man, because you meet these two. There's the main character who's a total hero compared to the guy in yeah. this story. Like you just, or you at least start with him. And don't forget to say why he's in prison because this is relevant. I forget. Okay, his whole thing was he was framed for a double rape and murder, and so but he didn't do anything. He mm-hmm. didn't do it. But he gets into prison and he, you know, he acts a fool and. And people are, like, wanting to punish him. And like, they're like, you're a sicko. And he meets the only two guys who are like, hey, man, you're cool with us. He finds out are child rapists. Wow. So then he, you know, fucks around with the wrong guy. And that guy brings him to a secluded area. And those two child rapists come out. And he's like, you need to rape these two child rapists if you're going to, you know, survive. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So then he's like, all right, child rapist, you rape him then. And then they rape him. And that's in minute 16. Yeah. (laughs) What is the point? It was, what is the point? I think it was like really, he, like first thing he does in this prison is he like fights somebody. He fights somebody really important. It's like one of the big dogs. He like does something and they're like, no, you need to learn your your place. And they're like, look. You can roll with us. Like, we will forgive you for what you did if you just rape these two people. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I think the reason it it is in the movie is because he needed to hit such a point in that prison that he needed to. I think he tries to escape or kill himself. Okay. I forget which one. So it was like, oh, you're not going to be able to just chill anymore. You need to get out because this type of shit is happening, you know. But it's all fun and games. It happened. This was, uh, I think, out of three of the four movies I've watched so far, someone goes to prison for at least 15 minutes of the movie, if not a full yeah. two hours. As far as they really like it. <laughs> as far as like my understanding of Korean cinema goes at this point, all Korean movies are about prisons in some way. Um, all of them are about like a, a mastermind, like creating some kind of like world within a world. Um, yeah, there's a lot of the evil villains have um, law-based master plans <laughs> yep. and someone goes to prison because of it. But at the same time, I mean, these are the films that go to CGV, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they're... It would like, be like if we just thought American cinema was Brett Ratner films, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah, that is what it's I like. Feel, yeah, it's, that it's totally is true. What it's like. Although Brett Ratner, at, the, at this point, maybe that's <laughs> a reference. <laughs> I don't know the last movie he actually directed. True. But I know what you mean because... If we just take, you know, the handful of movies or even the top three domestic, you would start to see patterns. Absolutely. So um, that was my way of know. expressing how shallow my like understanding, my grasp is of this field. It really is. Well, I guess I, I'm placing it not in like Korean cinema. I'm thinking of other movies where I've seen undercover cops go to prison. Kind of like I was thinking about Eastern Promises a lot. Yeah. You guys see that film? Mm, not me. Okay, but I was just like, it. I want to watch that film now. <laughs> like Viggo Mortensen. You were like, let's stop this. Like, it's like it's a better. <laughs> like you're on like an airplane thing. I did think thing about and you're that like, movie, Jesus, and 
in a way I was thinking of some movies mm-hmm. that I'd rather see or Prison Break. I was like, oh, that series was pretty I was thinking fun. about that uh, too. That would be good. And that's not great when a movie's movie. I think because those movies have an anchor of a, mm-hmm. of a thing you're following. Yeah. And like we said, or even The Departed, yeah. you know? And The Departed, I love. Yeah. Watched that you, movie over you could and... root for people in that film. Yeah. Also, there were moments where I was thinking about Shawshank. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, is yeah. there going to be like a tunnel? <laughs> I thought maybe that like greenhouse place was going to be something. Like, oh, is there like an escape? Did it you was guys... the castle. Don't you get it? The Emerald. <laughs> He's the man behind the Emerald Curtain. Oh, right, 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 right. I just yeah. put that together now. I, I like, don't think I it's like, true. I like it, though. Like, it's it's stretchy, but I like it. Uh, did you guys feel the ending of him going back to prison? Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't we get to talk about <laughs> oh this. Oh, my God. I the can't ending. believe we didn't talk about this. <laughs> he I can't. Told, he does his job. He does what they told him to do. And he goes and to prison? And then still goes back to prison. What is happening? Instead of them being like, Oh, dude, thanks for catching that whole thing. You have now immunity. They're like, you know, there's still some things that we can't clear that you did in there because of what? your job. Yeah. Like, Guess what? you're going to prison. Yeah. Is there anything? And then he happily does it. He has like a like, shit-eating grin. Yeah. He's like, I can't wait to okay. go back to prison. Um, Are we to believe, though, maybe he's going to become the next eco? You know, I did get a little That's bit of that. That's kind of... Because he had I the like same that costume. More than... I thought it was very clear that he was becoming. Was it even ambiguous? I, I, I thought he I still wanted it... to be good. I would say it's, it wasn't. It was. He never killed ambiguous. him. He's I think wearing it was more the clear. eco uniform, you guys. Okay, That's but if true. he had actually killed him himself. Yeah, I think it's the fact that he still stood up to his morals and, and didn't. Then, yeah. But I think we're to believe that there's no way he's going to make this prison the. Good time lollipop. Guys, it's gonna be. I think the reason why he didn't kill Eco was that he respected him too much. That love that we talked about before was so deep, and he was like, "Yeah, I this feel like you're writing right fan fiction about this love because I feel like the love wasn't. I'm shipping them so hard. <laughs> I think that makes it less interesting as well. I think it was about his. Uh, he had to choose justice. I think it was moral. I think that's more interesting too than him not doing because. Then he would have let Eco run away or something. Instead, like, it wouldn't make sense to let him try to kill him and get shot down. I just feel like in that moment, he was thinking to himself, well, no matter what happens, Eco's gonna, he's not walking away from this thing alive. He is about to die. He's like, I'm not gonna be the one that does it. I'm gonna let these sniper rifles take care of it. (laughs) I don't, I don't know if that does what you would want it to if you were in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been like, you're a dick. Is that what you meant? No, just kill me. Okay, okay, That's okay, okay. Also, I just want to say, there were so many endings to this movie. It's yeah. like this movie started ending like 20 minutes before it actually ended and I was like, wow, okay, another ending, another ending. Whatever the actual ending is of this thing better be pretty great. And then it was that. He goes to prison like a schmuck. It was like a Degrassi freeze frame. Like, (sighs) back to class, I guess. Oh, oh my God. All those slow motion shots (laughs) of them walking. I was like, that's heroic. Drove me crazy. (laughs) I forgot about the ending and that ending was intense. It, it was like, done. and it was so like expositional and like heavy handed, like in that, this in that whole conversation. Script was so across. expositional. Yeah. Like it would be like one character. Oh, he's wearing the yellow one. That means he's a dangerous one. Yeah. And like that one scene where the guard guy was like, all these other people like get to 
uh, I don't know, rise up and like have great things from eco. Like I want some crumbs from that table. <laughs> like so, I'm, I'm going to best him next. It was just so like in our faces. It'd be like so many people trying to backstab eco, but then. <laughs> and then immediately. They're fail. just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just immediately fail. Like there's no uh, way. Another, uh, as far as like that romance that me and Lorraine love so much <laughs> of the two men, um, one of the last ones we did was uh, for joint security area. Oh, an classic. Old, old classic. Yeah. And that is very much, that is a homoerotic romance. I feel that. Way more than this. And there was that, barely anything in this. Come on. There was, there was barely other than He treated than him to there. Yellowtail. They had a date. That was a date. That was, you know, it was, there were sparks. They say, like, you He's know, like that the bachelor acts, in prison. acts of violence are film's version of acts of sex. Mm-hmm. And it's how men get out their Th- I got that. sexual. Yeah. So there's a lot of that violence, that. like it, like the eco smashing the plate across the like other guy's head. Yeah, I get basically. that. There's some really strong queer theory in this movie. Yeah. And I want to <laughs> message the creators and just let them know. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. <laughs> I'm glad we're tackling the subject because we're all experts at uh, deconstructing like uh, queer concepts in, in Korean cinema. Korean cinema <laughs> yeah. specifically, I couldn't even do it with. Uh, so. No, it's like people just like lock eyes and we're like, "Oh, look at that!" They must text. be gay. Like how wrong. <laughs> like if we saw if we were there watching an English language film, <laughs> we wouldn't be like, "Those two guys looked at each other. They're gay." <laughs> like we're doing it here. No. Watch the movie, you'll see. But it's. I mean, there. We were talking about fan fiction before. The. Do you guys like to watch those videos where people like ship, uh, people together? Like hell yeah! Like fantasies of That's how I like find all my like soundtrack. All <laughs> yeah, all those like super sexy glances and stuff that you see in like American movies too. They make they they build so much potential for these relationships to exist. So I'm really glad that there are a lot of like tech savvy fans out there that will like cut together there's definitely romantic comedy cut in this footage <laughs> yeah yeah i love that i wish there was more of that you know yeah i agree you see it with enough of the big blockbusters but i don't know of many korean blockbuster films where that's being done to them okay or redubs they or didn't anything. even get to hug like come on did they not hug I don't. Well, yeah, I guess. Not. I think it is. It is that theory of violence being yeah. sexual contact. Right. So like. So it's like, did they hug? Like, like he hit that guy yeah. from him. Right. The yeah, Dutchman. that is essentially that was, a sexual I, act. I felt that that scene with the phone call and the reporter guy who was like on that. <laughs> camera, bless you. Thank you. I felt that that scene was really intimate. The way that he was sitting there with him. He, uh, Iko was sort of like teasing our guy Yugon he was like hmm any reason why this reporter rat would be sniffing around like you don't know anything and he's sitting there being coy because like he knows that he does know something and it, it, there was just this tension between them yeah. and he was okay, just impatient I wish, with him it was like a lover's quarrel I wish that tension was more you know I wanted more yeah. of that I feel like we can read into it but we did, did we all just want to watch gay porn <laughs> this movie? Is that Always. what we wanted? Oh, yeah, it was just sort of like, I wish that Joe My main gripe was that it wasn't a gay pornography <laughs> yeah, film. I mean, I guess, I guess it was well it acted. All down. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe. 
But yeah, I, I think there is a what lot What was your of... favorite kill? Favorite kill? Um, you know what was the most brutal for me that I, I didn't like, even though it was not crazy, was the main character getting hit in the back of the head with a, with a bat. And it was uh, kind of a take out oh, Because... You, we just know, like, a clean hit in the back of the head is usually, like, that person dies or yeah. gets brain damage or is changed afterwards. And then the movie totally trauma. doesn't yeah. do anything yeah. like that. Yeah, it was totally But I chill. was scared for a second. I was like, I oh, was shit, too. this is where he, like, becomes slow or something. <laughs> <laughs> we will now stop the guys. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Rudy in prison. No. <laughs> that old like prison movie trope where, yeah, where someone gets someone retarded from a hit in the head you can't even use that word guys. you can't why is not oh, correcting me um because i was gonna we're waiting it. for the hate mail to come in yeah you want a hate mail i would love an email about this so yeah i was gonna me. like leave it to the listeners i just feel like you gotta you want those comments to be lit at yeah. AF, and I think that's one way to do it, you know, saying provocative, uh, problematic stuff. It's so it's problematic. Great way to build a following. Great way to, really strong reputation is built on Very a foundation of, of hate speech. Sorry, I had to walk away to let my cats into the restroom. Don't worry, I was just defaming your character while yeah. you were. Hey, um, I can do that just well enough <laughs> my own, so... Don't do it for me. Um, but yeah, I did. I mean, I said it before in the main podcast, but part of this project. Sorry, I'm like a drunk. Um, <laughs> wow, what did you talk about kills? No, I'm not really. I'm just studying over my words. I feel that the injuries were not realistic. Yeah, I mean, like they never are in movies, but like they especially weren't. I think it's because they felt really harsh. So also, I do he's just a cop. He was too talented of a fighter. He was a star cop. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, in that first fight scene with the fried chicken, the fried chicken yeah. fight, I felt like it, they were trying to capture that raid feeling. You know, have you seen the movie The Raid? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. really violent and it's great. It's great, um, the choreography. But, like, this is just, like, kind of half-assed, you know? I feel mm-hmm. like they... Well, I don't know. I liked the fight. I liked the fight. I liked the moves where he would jump in the air and kick. That was iconic. That was his move. Yeah, that was a good move. It was absurd. I love his bread and butter move. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a good go to, and it succeeded. He got that fried That's chicken. So hard to do. But I know. I think. Uh, oh, uh, so everybody's favorite Korean movie, Lisa. Oh. Your favorite Korean movie. You know, it's a. Uh, it's definitely not in this genre, but I really love this film called My Sassy Girl, Ooh. which was remade into an American movie, but that's not worth watching. What's it about? My Sassy Girl. It's kind of about this guy who sees this drunk girl on a subway, and she basically throws up on him, <laughs> and she's all drunk. Or she picks a fight with a stranger on the train and then says, that's my boyfriend, so then he has to take responsibility for her and like take her home or whatever. And then he finds out she has this, like, tragic breakup situation. It's a love story, but and it's she's gross. she's a very sassy girl. There's, like, a UFO involved, okay? It's very... It's everything. Well, that sounds good. It's I might classic. actually check that yeah, out. Yeah, I would like to check that Lorraine out. Lorraine, yours. Fabricated City. Nice. Out of two she's seen... I can't blame her. It's a, it's a good one. It was really fun. Besides well, the rape. Besides the rape. But I did understand, like, why they needed to include it, and... 
that movie needed to cover so much ground. They were like, look, if we're going to have this prison rape scene, let's just like, get it out of the way. Minute 16. Let's just get it out of the way so we can fill in all these other gaps. No pun intended. Oh, wait, actually, I just, re- I just remembered, if we're talking about like another film, maybe an equally violent film, mm, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, I think that's my favorite. I need to see anything from the Vengeance series. Yes, that's my favorite. Or not. Mine, I would say, is The Host. I've seen that. Oh, I really like that's the a throwback house. too. It's two thousand five. Yeah, it's, it's a bit old now. Yeah. Any good food scenes in the house? Uh oh yeah oh yeah a uh, dried squid or barbecue dried squid is like something they eat in that that just they make look excellent. Nice. And there's some other. Uh, he works that's in a, a snack shop, so he's just eating snacks. Oh still. really? That's like my kind of movie. Yeah, anything in a snack shop, I'm good to go. Yeah, I like snacks. Uh, last episode, I talked a lot about my love for the HK Market. We passed wait, it on wait, wait. here. It's not HK Market. It's H Mart. Well, there's the HK Market that's on... Uh, oh, it's what? on uh, Third Western and 3rd. It's north of where we were. H Mart is oh. in that shopping center. Which H- there's what HK H-Mart? Mart, and it's just the same thing as HK Really? There's also a new one called Cali Mart. Cali Mart. Where is that? It's also on Western. That's my favorite. Everybody say your favorite grocery store in the city. <laughs> What's your favorite oh, grocery gosh, store? Oh gosh, that's tough. Um, Everything? <laughs> because I'll go to different ones for different reasons. Oh, like right, if right, I'm right. going to get certain things. There's like my close grocery store where I'll get my mainstays. There's mm-hmm. the one that Ralph's. I'm trying to... Ralph's is my secondary if I like need to get some specialty stuff. I like Sprouts. I like Sprouts, too. Sprouts is great. I really like Sprouts, but my favorite, like, physical grocery store in this city is um, the Hollywood Vons, because... What? It's (laughs) hilarious in there, you guys. Always weird characters, like, walking through the aisles. There's this one lady um, who is always dressed in purple. I call her Purple Lady. She's always wearing this, like, full purple outfit, and she has, like, weird, like, glittery purple accessories in her hair. And I don't even know if she's shopping, but she's just, you know, doing laughs. Wow. She's there every time I go. Anyway, yeah, if you want a good time, check out the, the vines at Sunset intrigued. and Virgil. It's weird there. I would just say Costco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a, get a lot of bang for your buck. But I have been going to HK Market recently a lot more to get alcohol. I don't know why it's HK. The color scheme's different, too, so it's not I even. just have never heard. Is it? It's good. It's Is got, it Korean, um, I don't know if it's Korean. I, I would assume so, although they probably have other non-Korean items too, but um, um, we'll send you a, we'll put a little uh, GPS tracking pin <laughs> drop for a the pin. Drop a pin for me. Um, yes. But I guess that'll wrap up the After Dark, which yeah. has ranged all sorts of great issues and uh, homo- it made everybody want to watch some homoerotic yeah, Stop. yeah, and guys, anything. like we said before, like the best way to get attention and to kind of like spread your reputation around is to drop some hate speech in your podcast. Yeah, the R word. Come on. Yeah, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it out. We don't even know what you're talking about. Thank you so much for being the guests. Thank you. And, Thank you uh, have for a being great here. night, everybody. Goodbye. I've learned something. <laughs>